0: Hello friend, thank you so very much for joining us once again here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm evangelist Micah McCurry, the director of Bible Tracts Incorporated, and I greatly appreciate the fact that you would take of your time to be with us on this broadcast. Your listenership truly does mean the world to us here at BTI, Bible Tracks Incorporated, and we are so very thankful for each and every one of you. In just a moment, we will be returning to our interview from not too long ago with Evangelist Ted Houston. Now, for those of you that have been listening previously, you'll know that Brother Ted Houston did pass away not long ago. And you may seem to think that the question that I'm going to ask him in just a moment may be a little bit out of place now that he's passed over to the other side. But the question I will ask in just a moment is about the cancer and the health issues that racked his body, his earthly, his fleshly body, while he was here On earth with us. Of course, his son, while doing the funeral that I got to attend just a few days ago, made mention of, very sagely and wisely, that the body there in the coffin, the open lid that we looked at, the face that we remembered, dressed in a suit like we recall those of us that heard him preach so many times, that person, that body, is just a shell because he's gone over to the other side But the reason that I want you to listen in as Ted Houston talks about the struggle, the fight that he's had, and how he's gone about it, is because there's a specific attitude that I think that will be a help to each and every one of us. Sometimes it's not what we say, but it's how we say it. And that was true of evangelist Ted Houston. We'll talk more about him in just a moment, but Brother Ted... Would you mind telling us, talk to us for a moment about the struggle you faced with cancer?
1: I was diagnosed with uh, lymphoma cancer June 18, 2013, and then uh, I knew I was going to resign the next month to go into evangelism, so um, I knew that uh, I I didn't want to go the medical route at that start, so... I'd already decided I wasn't going to do uh, chemo or radiation or surgery. And so, um, I started on a natural, natural trail and, and it was good. I did good for a while, but then eventually the cancer, it started winning the battle. And then October I really hit the wall and, uh, you know, I don't know if you can tell, but I've lost a lot of weight. I, um, I looked looked like I came out of a concentration camp. If I took my shirt off, I don't have any muscle or anything left. So it was time to go see an oncologist. So we started on chemotherapy um, the first of the year. And um, I just had my second chemo treatment yesterday and today. And it's doing really well. Uh, The the tumors are already shrinking significantly. And uh, a a little hard on your body. I was in the hospital last week because my white blood count was down so low they thought I could really get some life threatening well I spiked 102 fever had a little bit of pneumonia so put me in built that all back up and then we'll see how things do after these chemo I'll have a lab on Monday see if my white blood count's going down but I you am know, I guess I'm in a battle for my life but I, I really feel feel good and I I'm positive and the treatments seem to be working really good and doctors pretty sure it's not a curable cancer, but it can go into remission. Mm-hmm. Then the question is if it comes back, if it comes back within two years, it's maybe not too much they can do after that, but if you make it to the five year mark, it's, you know, pretty good. So, so, you know, I I'm doing good. Um, I tell you, it's interesting, just a, maybe this is uh, just interesting story. I tell folks, I couldn't book any meetings in January, February, or March. And that's frustrating. And that's three months without any income coming in. I just couldn't understand it. You know, I was praying and praying and doing all I could to book meetings. And, and then I hit the wall with my cancer. And I realized that God knew that I... I couldn't be running all over the country and treat my cancer. Hmm. And so then I, I just began to contact preachers in the, in the Kansas area. And, and there's, you know, God's people are such good people and God's men are such good men. and And I filled almost every Sunday up in these months where I can drive to the church that morning, preach, drive home that evening, and then be available to, get my lab work and, and get my chemo treatment. So, you know, God knew and God took care of it. And, and I'm really positive. I think we're, you know, the doctor said it would be six treatments, which would be six months. But he also said he's had people that the cancer has gone away. And one lady after one treatment, after the one treatment, I had big tumors here on my neck. They're almost totally gone after one treatment. And so, you know, after three or four, we may be done with it. So, and then now, God's began to fill up my schedule in the later months. So, this has been an interesting battle. But I appreciate people praying. I mean, I want to be, I want to be healed, and I want to be back on the road and doing what God's called me to do. I've had to cancel four meetings because of the cancer. Just. The way i felt and just couldn't make it so i don't like doing that but i had to and those things but we're doing good god's good all the time amen amen Amen. he's better to me than i deserve
0: what an attitude what a christ-like attitude i had the privilege of sitting there as i mentioned in the funeral service. The homegoing service really a time of rejoicing because we know those of us that know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we know we'll see Ted Houston again and I got to hear his children sing the song God's been good in my life. I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams when I go to sleep each night. And though I've had a lot of hard times, I wouldn't change them if I could because through it all God's been good. I hope that is the attitude with which you approach the difficulties of life. You see, friend, life will not be a bed of ease every second of every day. You could say more is the pity, but in reality, it's more of an opportunity for God to demonstrate his graciousness, his greatness. One of the reasons that I wanted you to hear how Ted Houston approached his battle was because I can guarantee There are people under the sound of my voice that are dealing with a similar circumstance. Now, I pray that you are able to beat the circumstance you are fighting and beat it maybe in a different way than just stepping over to the other side as Ted Houston did. But can I tell you, Ted Houston went down swinging. I had the honor of sharing a hotel room with his son, Jeremy, good pastor of Foundation Baptist Church in Cary, Illinois. If you're anywhere near that area, you need to go by and visit him and get to know that good young pastor. He's been pastoring there for 10 years or so, planted the church and stuck with it through thick and thin. And Thankfully, that God has blessed that ministry. They have faithful folks there, I had the opportunity to preach there barely a year ago. But I had the chance to share a room with him And it was actually, we were there together on a Monday and Tuesday or so. And the previous Sunday, just one or two days before, his dad preached his very last message here on earth. And Jeremy got a text message that said they had to wheel dad out in a wheelchair at the conclusion of the service because he was too weak. Barely two weeks later, Ted Houston took his last breath here on earth. Can I tell you what, friend? If there is a way to go, that may be it. Just like he fought through years and years of a debilitating illness, just like he, you could say, fought to get a hold of God, to get in touch with God before he preached, before he mounted the pulpit, before he ascended the platform stairs every time, just like that. That's how Ted Houston went out. Yes, he may have had to have been carried out. He may have had to have been wheeled out. But he went out as God's man. He went out doing what he loved. Now, I can definitely say he was a good family man. He raised good family. He has a phenomenal wife. And if you'd pray for Mrs. Houston, I'd ask that you would, please. She needs your prayers. Of course, she knew that this could come at any time with a husband in the physical state that he was, but still, it's a tough and bitter pill to swallow. But can I tell you, friend, if there's a man that I'd like to emulate my life off of, there are many for whom I can name, but Ted Houston would be high on that list. You see, that man invested in me, and that's why I've taken this week, and I don't take lightly the opportunity to set aside an entire week of broadcasts and to dedicate it to a man like this. But I believe that's where the Lord is led. I recall years and years ago, before my wife and I were really dating or courting or whatever vernacular you want to use, I was sitting on the back of a golf cart at the Midwest Christian Boys football camp, a camp that's 27, 28 years old, that has seen many young men hear great messages and make great decisions. I've made great decisions at that very camp. And I was playing on Ted Houston's team. You see, each of the young men get drafted to different teams, and all of the coaches are pastors, evangelists, missionaries such a great opportunity to be invested in in a personal way. And that year, I was on Ted Houston's team. I had been injured slightly. My I think my right knee or my right ankle or something like that had been just a little tweaked. And so I was getting all taped up and Ted Houston, though he was a pastor of many years. And now I think in evangelism, there he was taping up my ankle and we were talking. And I think he noticed that I had an interest in a young lady named Rebecca and he was counseling me about it, not in an overbearing way, not in a do as I say type of way but just asking me questions, just investing in me. And I'll remember those times. And I'll ask you as well, those people in your life that are special to you, remember them if you would, like I remembered Ted Houston on this broadcast. And can I challenge you to do this, to be like Ted Houston in some small way, in his attitude through a difficult circumstance, a cancer diagnosis, be like that man Go down swinging. Swing for the fences, friend. Tomorrow, we will conclude this interview with Evangelist Ted Houston. Thank you so very much for being a part. God bless. Have a great day for His glory. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks,